Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the simple things in life, like palm branches. We treasure them because they remind us of Jesus, of his provision and protection, and the ultimate victory we have in him. Bless the proclamation of your word. May it go forth and strengthen our faith and trust in you. In your name, amen. Palms. God has something to say to his people in the Old Testament. God conveyed through Moses, which we read in Leviticus. Moses says, And you shall take on the first day the fruit of splendid trees, branches of palm trees, and boughs of leafy trees, and wills of brook, and you shall rejoice before the Lord. You shall celebrate it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. This was a festival to celebrate, what is called the Feast of Tabernacles. All Jewish men were required to celebrate it in person every year in Jerusalem. To remember how God had provided for Israel during the 40 years in the wilderness. During this feast, they came with leafy boughs and palms, and they lived in tents. In this way, the people of God could remember their failures and sin, and also remember how God provided for his people in the wilderness. He gave them manna. Remember last week, Pastor Berdeman talked about in the Hebrew, the word is manna, which translated, what is it? And today we call it manna. So God provided them manna and meat and water as they trekked on to the promised land. Unlike Passover in the spring, the Feast of Tabernacles occurred in the fall, usually late September into early October, uh, close to the other festival known as uh, Yom, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. On this day, the priest would take two goats. One would have all the sins of the people confessed over its head, and then is to be released as a scapegoat. The other goat was sacrificed, and the high priest took that blood when he entered into the most holy place in order to place it on the mercy seat. During the Feasts of Atonement and the Tabernacles, the Israelites once again remended once again were reminded of their unfaithfulness and their rebellion against God. Further, they knew that most of the first generation who exited Egypt never entered the promised land. When Israel camped in Jerusalem every year, 
They not only remembered their past failures, but beyond that, they remembered all of God's wonderful and generous provisions. Think about this. Their sandals never wore out. Forty years, could you imagine? Can we buy a pair of shoes today that lasts a year? Maybe two years? They ate manna and meat. God provided everything for them. And yet, we read several places, they grumbled. So a chief feature of this ancient fall festival known as the Feast of Tabernacles was to commemorate Israel's time in the wilderness and God's provision for them for 40 years. It was a joyous celebration, resting in your tent with palm branches. So, palm branches symbolizes honor, victory, joy, life, peace. All of these we can glean from the Holy Scriptures. And when he built the temple, Solomon carved palm trees on the doors to market as such. The writer in the, the book of Psalms says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. This coming Sunday in the church here, we celebrate what? Palm Sunday. We hear of the people spreading their cloaks and palm branches on the ground to welcome Jesus as he entered into Jerusalem. Using this symbol of hope and victory, they welcomed him. They welcomed him whom they saw as the long-awaited Messiah who would deliver them from oppression and restore Israel to its former glory. Boy, they had no idea who this man as he entered into Jerusalem was. As Jesus enters into this holy city of Jerusalem, he is received by praises. They wave palm branches and sing, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. However, all of these victorious chants, I'd say that we're fickle. Because only in a few short days, these people would be disappointed because Jesus did not meet their human expectations of a conquering king. He did not come to reinstate a glorious human kingdom. The one that they thought who would honor as a conquering king came to serve by giving his life for the sins of the people. The cheers from the city 
Hosanna, which means save us, quickly turned to a phrase of condemnation, crucify him. And so today we focus on palm branches, not primary because Sunday is Palm Sunday, but mostly to joyously remind us and to celebrate our eternal victory that we have in Christ today and every day while we temporarily live in this world. Yes, we know that we are on the verge of Holy Week, during which we will witness our Lord instituting his supper, battling Satan in the Garden of Gethsemane in prayer, and being betrayed by Judas. We will also witness Good Friday and Christ's suffering and his passion. But, this is a big but. Remember why Jesus does it all. Not to deliver us to a worldly kingdom, a kingdom of power, of prestige, of status, but to a kingdom of eternal victory, which is not of this world. Jesus came in fulfillment to uh, what we read in Zechariah chapter 9. It says, Behold, your king comes to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt. Did you catch those important words in there? Your king comes to you humble. Those two words go together, king and humble. Substitute president and humble, or queen and humble. It's not what we see today. Therefore, we wave palm branches now, as St. John shares, as we heard in our reading in Revelation. After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and in the front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Notice what I did not say. A great multitude of Lutherans standing around the throne. A great multitude of Catholics standing around the throne. Picture that in your mind for a moment, this multitude from every land, nation, tribe, and people. Why are they standing there? because they believe and confess with their heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of all. There, 
all of the saints around that throne, holding palm branches in their hands with robes that are white because of the blood of Christ. As the people of Jerusalem discovered, Jesus came not to deliver them from the perils of the day. He came to serve in deep humility. He suffered an unjust punishment in serving us. In deep humility, he died on a cross bearing our sin and was buried in a borrowed tomb. Even his closest followers, the apostles, who had been instructed by him for three years, think of this, walking with Jesus for three years, you would think at some point this would set in. But they did not understand what was happening. It would take some time after his resurrection for them to begin to understand that he came for a very different purpose than what the people expected. Even though you may be dealing with difficult problems right now, and wonder if God really cares about your worldly problems. Remember, you are brightly clothed saints in heaven because you are baptized and you're covered in Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Adam and Eve were ashamed. They were ashamed and naked after they sinned. And what did they do? They were grabbing for leafy fig leaves. Okay. Uh, but grabbing, say that a thousand times. Grabbing leafy fig leaves. God eventually covered them with skins and forgave their sin. You know, it's never comfortable to be naked at any time or in any weather. However, remember this. Jesus was stripped naked by Roman soldiers and beaten for you. They even placed a purple robe on him and crowned him with a crown of thorns to mock what seemed like a lack of power compared to the might of such worldly power such as Rome. Shortly thereafter, he was shamefully hung, stripped of his clothing on a cross so that you and I but never have to face eternal nakedness and shame. Remember today that you 
are not rejected, but that you are victorious. That is why we focus on the palm branches. And when we gather this coming Sunday, remember that, that the joy that we have, that we are victorious in his blood and in his righteousness. And very soon, this coming Sunday, other leafy plants will be scattered throughout the sanctuary. We'll have Easter lilies and tulips. You know, such greenery reminds us of rest, of peace, of tranquility, and even joy. In the Song of Solomon, the palm tree is referred to as a symbol of strength, of vigorous life, of abundance. In the hot Mediterranean climate, the shade of a palm tree offered relief from the direct heat of the sun. Palms were also carved in the walls of Solomon's temple. Rest today. Recline joyfully. Baptized and clothed in the white through Christ's blood. That is why we focus on palm branches today. You are baptized into Christ Jesus and washed in his blood. Even though you and others face sickness, disease, or death, despite all of it, the victory is yours in Jesus. Even if your life would drastically turn upside down from the thrill of victory to the agony of defeat, well, where do we hear that? Remember who always holds the ultimate victory for you in your adversity, in your trials, and in your sin. He is the true King of Israel, the one who would rule with justice and righteousness. He who served us by dying on the cross has the real victory. Victory that's not temporary, but permanent. Jesus Christ is why we remember palm branches. They tell us of God's provision, of his protection, of Jesus as a humble servant. Jesus, in his way of servant leadership and the protection we have in him. So brothers and sisters, you were always his child, protected under his heavenly wing. Amen.
Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.